this is Milan Milan. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we're going to get into the book of Revelation. I'm so excited. Um, I just want to let you know we're going to read chapters 1, 2, and 3 because it's going to address the seven churches. Um, the book of Revelation was written by John. And he is addressing the seven churches that he had, of course, in um, the vision okay, that he was given. Before we start our study of uh, the first three chapters of Revelation, of course, I'd like to pray. Uh, let's bow our heads. Lord, I ask that the words that come out of my mouth are directly from you. And that it will reach everyone listening, God, in such a way that is uh, very powerful, understanding that they gain knowledge, Lord, and and um, their faith continues to build and knowing that you're returning soon. And in Jesus' name, I like to say amen. This is a study, so you will read it and you will write things down that you're not, you know, sure about. Um, go back in prayer and ask the Father to make it clear, to reveal um, what it is that you're not understanding. Um, so with that, let's just begin. I don't want to start to ramble. I'm sorry. All right. So again, these are the seven churches. Now, the seven churches um, are found in Revelation 111. And it says, um, saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. And what you see right in the book, send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Bacteria, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. Now, I will start off by saying the two churches that God did not have grievances with were uh, Philadelphia and Smyrna. The other five, he did, and we'll go right into that now. So, um, Revelation 1, um, 12, it then goes on to say, Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. Going down to Revelation uh, 13, In the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with garment down to the feet, and girded about the chest with a golden band. Now, in this, he is describing um, the vision that he had as he was given um, the information that he had to um, get to these seven churches. In Revelation 120, um, it says, The mystery of the seven stars which you saw in my right hand 
And in the seven golden lampstands, the seven stars are the seven angels of the seven churches. Um, and angels in this would be the ministers, right? The head of the church. And the seven lampstands, which you saw, are the seven churches. So that makes sense. <laughs> the first church that was addressed is um, Ephesus. Now, this was the loveless church. Um, so to one, it has to the angel of the church of Ephesus, write these things, says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. Um, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. You have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. <laughs> you have even persevered and have patience, and you have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. So right there, it basically, it gives the good part. And this is the thing that I love about our guy. He is so awesome. He is letting you know, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good. However, so if you notice with this church, they have patience. They cannot stand evil, okay? They've even tested false prophets. But the main thing that... Um, they forgot is their first love and who's your first love it's Christ so it's kind of like if you think of um, being in a marriage and you go through the motions you're going through the motions you know you work you pay bills you take care of the kids um, but there's no love there it's just you going through the motions without any real uh, connection there's the connection is in there the love is in there you just go through it and so that was what he had against the first church again the first church was Ephesus which is the loveless church okay and if we go on down to 2 7 he says um, he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit says to the churches to him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Now, moving on to the second church, which is the persecuted church. Now, this is Smyrna. And he starts out at 2.8, saying, And to the angel of the church of Smyrna, write these things, says the first and the last who is dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty, but you are rich. And when they are rich, it's the spiritual richness um, and they're faithful. Okay. And I know the blasphemy of those who say um, they are Jews and are not but they are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested and you will have tribulation 10 days. 10 days is just a short period of time. 
be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Now, side note, (laughs) there are five crowns to be earned that we can be rewarded in heaven. And we can talk about that at another time. But that is what this is referring to. Okay, so again, this is the uh, Smyrna. This is the persecuted church. This is one of the churches that God doesn't have uh, a grievance with. All right. Now, moving into the third church, which is Pergamos. This is the compromising church. Now, mind you, these churches existed then and they exist to this day. Okay. Now, for Pergamos, the compromising church, that starts in 2.12, where it says, And to the angel of the church in Pergamos, write these things, says he, who has a sharp two-edged sword. I know your works and where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. And you hold fast to my name, and you did not deny my faith, even in the days in which Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have these few things against you, because you have there those who hold doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit sexual immorality. Now we can start right there because with this, hmm, some of the members of the church, they followed the teachings of Balaam. Okay, They were eating things um, that was sacrificed to idols and they committed fornication. That's a problem, right? It's clearly a problem or he wouldn't address it or he would not have addressed it, but he did. So it's clearly wrong um so that's the third church and again that's pergamos and it's the compromising church so they were doing some things right um they kept the faith despite the intense persecution um however those things i mentioned obviously was not uh, doing the right thing now the fourth church is Thyteria, which is the corrupt church Now, the corrupt church, they tolerated sin, okay? So, fourth church starts at 2.18, and it says, And to the angel of the church in Thyteria, these things, says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to seduce my servants, to commit sexual immorality, and to eat things sacrificed to idols. Now, back this up. It's not Jezebel, but he gave it a, not like the literal person Jezebel that was in um, that time um, but he basically gave it like a personality I guess you would sort of say like a, a likeness is what he compared it to and we know Jezebel wasn't um, good right she was married to the king Ahab and they did they sacrificed babies um, 
it's a lot of things they just did not she was not that's a whole nother story too Jezebel was just not good okay just know that Jezebel wasn't good and just knowing the crude things that went on um, in her time to be have your church in that likeness is obviously not a good thing Um, and he said I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality and she did not repent Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed of those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts. And I will give to each one of you according to your works. That's deep. Now I say to you and the rest of Vateria, as many as you do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan, as they say, I will put you, I will put on you no other burden, but hold fast to what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keep my works until the end, And I will give him power over the nations. All right. Moving down to 229. Who who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. We're now moving on to the fifth church, which is Sardis. This is the dead church. And I mean by spiritually dead church. Sardis... um, for this church was starting in Revelation 3, 1. And to the angel of the church of Sardis, write these things. He who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars, I know your works and that you have a name, that you are alive, but you're dead. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that you are ready to die. For I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how have you received and heard? Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know the hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, this is the sixth church, also the second church that God didn't have any grievances with, Philadelphia, the faithful church. So in 3.7, it says, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things he says, Who is holy? He who is true? He who has the key of David? He who opens and no one shuts, and shuts and no one opens. I know your works. See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it. 
for you have a little strength have kept my word and have not denied my name indeed I would make those of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews but they're not but lie indeed I will make them come and worship before your feet to know that I have loved you because you have kept my command to persevere I will also keep you from the hour of trial you hear that I will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole earth I'm sorry the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth behold I am coming quickly hold fast to what you have that no one may take your crown he who overcomes I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God and he shall go out no more I will write on the name the name of my God and the name of the city of my God the new Jerusalem which comes down out of heaven from my God and I will write on him my new name he who hasn't here let him hear what the spirit says to the churches all right now six churches and again that was the second church that God did not have any grievances with the last church is the lukewarm church you guessed it um Laodicea all right so in 314 this starts off with and to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write these things says the amen the faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God I know your works that you are neither hot nor cold I wish you were hot or cold now start right there if we were hot or cold God can work with us but because if if someone isn't hot or if someone isn't cold it's uh it's not a good thing because it then goes on to say so then because you are lukewarm neither hot nor cold i will vomit you out of my mouth so clearly um it's not good to be a lukewarm uh, church lukewarm christian lukewarm forgot because you say i'm rich have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched miserable poor blind and naked i counsel you from I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire that you may be rich and white garments that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed and anoint your eyes with our salvation that you may see as many as I love I rebuke and chasten therefore be zealous I'm sorry be zealous and repent behold i stand at the door and i knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door i will come into him and dine with him and he with me to him who overcomes i will sit i will grant to sit with me on my throne as i overcame and sat down with my father on his throne 
He who has an ear, let him hear what the seven spirit says to the churches. So that's that. We have went through the seven churches. I know I didn't read every single verse, um, but I do implore you to go ahead and study it. And if there are some things about these churches um, that you just need to understand and know in a chorus, please go and into prayer and ask the Father to make it clear, to reveal it to you. Um, but like those churches existed then, they exist now. And you can see a lot of these churches even now, especially when they talk about the false prophets. There's a lot of um, false prophets today. Um, and the way I will always say you know about a false prophet is if they're not teaching from the Bible. And you don't know if they're not teaching from the Bible if you don't read it. So you are... To not just like you, we, we're not just to listen to pastors and be like, okay, that's what you say. That's what it is. We're to have a relationship with Christ. We're to study our book and, and prove ourselves worthy before God. Pastors, they do lead, but no one should come in place of you studying, you reading your own Bible. You can listen to podcasts. You can, you know, listen to um, uh, radio, Christian radio. And um, you can go to church or you can, you know, however you do it online or in in service, um, in the actual building. But none of that takes place of you knowing what God's word says. So... These churches existed then, they exist now, and these churches were based on the majority of what was in of what was inside of the church. So again, I say study. Um, you may even, I'm sure, know some people. And what I would say to that is just pray. That's what we're to do. We're not here to um, break or tear down the body of Christ, but to build up the body of Christ. Get the message out, and you don't know the message if you don't study, right? So again, just going back to my previous um, uh, podcast about reading your Bible daily. It is a daily um, thing that you should do. So, as I said in the beginning of this podcast, I was going to give you the seven blessings of Revelation. You're going to go to Revelation 1, 3, 14, 13, 16, 15, 19, 9, 20, verse 6, 22, verse 7, and 22, verse 14. Um, so those are the seven blessings of Revelations. That's just something I found um, as going through it. It was interesting to me. So I just thought I'd share it to you. Share it with you. Sorry. Um, another thing I found interesting was about numbers and the meaning. But that may be another night. 
I just didn't want to make this too, too long. Um, Like I said, I wanted to go and start with just seven churches. We've done that. I've given you the seven blessings of Revelation. Um, I will space this out um, just a little bit so that you have time to study and go in prayer, study more um, so we can continue on to the next one. And I thank you all for listening. Thank you um, for just going through this walk with me. Um, I don't claim to know it all, of course. I don't think I've ever like come across that way. But I feel like I just want to say that just to tell you <laughs> I don't I don't claim to know everything I just I love Jesus I love him and I want to do what's been placed on my heart I want to be obedient um that's the reason I'm doing these podcasts so I don't want to ramble let's go on a prayer father I ask that everyone that heard this podcast lord that you bless them that you open their spiritual eyes that sees a song lord that they grow their faith and that this is a building block for them to build upon to um just grow the relationship with you and their understanding their knowledge and that they can share with others as well i i thank you for life the ability to be able to share your word lord and the reassurance that you are returning soon for your church in such a fallen world Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, friends, for listening. God bless.